Kelly. Yeah. Right now, you and I can sign on the window and everyone else for children playing at a game, screaming that the rules aren't fair. This is Sign on the Windows, Mixed Up Confusions, coverage of Game of Thrones, episode three, The Queen's Justice. It's not fair! The Queen's Justice is fair. All right, Kelly, welcome to, as I said, titles, titles, titles. We are here, as always, right before Game of Thrones. Uh, The new episode, uh, Spoils of War, is going to be coming out on Sunday. But we felt like you've maybe possibly worn yourself out on Game of Thrones that you give in to this episode of Sign on the Window, Game of Thrones edition. Or you don't listen to anyone but us, in which case... Thank you, because you're about to get <laughs> the best coverage of Game of Thrones you could ever ask for. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, so we are going to do what we normally do, which is take the big pictures. This is not a recap podcast. We are – sort of not really, <laughs> but we are here to go where only ravens dare, which is to, you know, the main cities and stuff. So <laughs> off to Dragonstone, first and foremost, how can you start the episode without that? Daenerys Targaryen meets uh, Jaehaerys Targaryen, and it's amazing. A Targaryen reunion. How was amazing, right? I can't believe you just say shit like that. What do you mean? That's so unnerving. People don't even know what you're talking about. There's, there might be some people that are like, who's, what's up? Man, what? if you're listening to this, first <laughs> spoiler alert. Too late. <laughs> I'll throw a spoiler alert at the beginning. Have you listened to our Game of Thrones where I have the spoiler? Oh my God. Spoilers. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, we're doing it. Oh my God. Um, I could have, I wish the whole show was this. I know it couldn't be. Obviously, we've been building up to this for seven years. However... Danny talking about some politics. I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. I'm always going to be here for it. Nice. Farmer, tell me what to do. This thing on Tumblr, which I thought was actually pretty accurate. It was doing the whole thing with Daenerys, you know, Missandei telling her, like, should break her chains, like doing the 800 things. And then the hilarious Davos being like, this is Jon Snow. King of the North, North, I guess. Um, And then right below it, it was like a woman applying for (laughs) the same job as a man, and it's like considered the same qualified. Nice. Uh, and I think that's pretty apropos. I think that maybe... <laughs> that's not bad. I knew exactly where you were going the second you started that sentence. <laughs> yeah. Never really thought about it only because it's a fantasy fictional world. True. But 
made by real people in this real world. Also, contextually doesn't really work or make sense, but I like what what we're saying here. Makes sense. So I I, I, I don't take any. I don't think it's annoying or unnecessary where she's being petulant. I that's not petulant. That that part, like getting the titles out of the way, is something again a man man would do. And in a sense, Danny is just mimicking what it takes to be a quote ruler in this world a lot's been made of of the speech where she talks about breaking the wheel and not wanting to be a spoke not wanting to be a tyrell and a lannister and a stark but wanting to break the wheel well she's just a spoke she's more than content with being a spoke that just wants to sit on the iron throne so a lot's changed i think for danny and so when she's mimicking what it is to be a leader like yeah, it's a male. They're all they've all been male. Even the Targaryens saw to that that there would not have been a woman. The Targaryens, if there were any left, would be appalled by Danny's or insistence. Go away, they would tell her to say. So it's bad, and that's what makes it so complicated. Is that Daenerys is so fucking badass, and we love her so much. But then she, I don't know. She's See, always made know. these weird. I think Tyrion um, really summed up how I felt about the interaction yeah. when he's like. If it's not that big a deal, just fucking do it, Whoa. one. And two, later in the episode, where he's like, you're making a crazy request, John. Sure. You're asking for a lot from someone who doesn't know you even a little. Like, But it's also a crazy request to ask you to bend the knee that all the people have invested this time and energy into. I think they both made a bad call. Like, yeah. to bend the knee is a pretty end-all experience for a house throughout history of Westeros. That's a big fucking decision. John didn't come down here to bend the knee. It was I get never that, gonna be the but I feel like yeah. he could have, and it would have been fine. Because it wouldn't also, have been. They would have been absolutely livid. It would have kickstarted our fucking plot. I would have enjoyed <laughs> him bending the knee because then Sansa could have rolled on and we right. could have dealt with Littlefinger. That would be cool. I know. Absolutely. That's kind of what I thought might have happened. Sansa takes the power play and becomes the Queen of the North because John abdicated it, essentially. That would be really neat, but we're not doing that. It's not going to happen because John is it. our hero. We're it not going to let that happen. It's a lot to ask him to do, but I also – part of me is like, just fucking do it. Well, I kind of thought he would because yeah. just fucking do it. Who cares? The army of the dead's coming. This show has made a point of making characters that are supposed to be bound by traditions eschewing that tradition. Well, that's what I mean with Danny is that she eschewed it and then she's kind of running back to it. Whereas right. Jon Snow, for all that's said, he is right when he says that I'm – I was chosen to be the king. You just think it's your birthright. Like, yeah. you've been chosen by the Dothraki. You've done all. Girl, you got dragons, man. You emerged <laughs> from fire. I'm like, like, there's no, and that's really Davos and John's point, too, where it's like, you gotta, like, we respect you. You gotta respect us. Because, I mean, she calls him my lord instead of my grace. Okay. You know, come on. That, but again, it's like, I don't think John cares. Davos wanted to make a point of caring. I don't think John gives a shit about the Westerosi, like, you know, the little politics and all of that. Yeah. But Daenerys, I, really, she's, she knows what she's doing. She's studied up on how it is to be. And that's oh, the yeah. point, is to, if you're going to break the wheel, I get it. You need to become a spoke. She wasn't even a spoke. And now to be a spoke means you're there, and now you can break it if you want. But she's not doing a great job of breaking it. So what do we think about – we'll get to Tyrion a little bit later with Castle Rock, but Tyrion is not doing so hot. He's passing off others' information as his own. He is really just not doing great. His interaction with Jon, again, is so weird. Tyrion always has great moments of every episode, but then he has like abysmal – like he is really fucking up. He needs like Jorah to show up or something. I mean Jorah's obviously not – his grayscale. There's no way he's going to – Make it. I mean, we haven't been to Old Town, so maybe he's 
dead by this point. I don't know. Oh we'll, we'll get to it later when I check in and see what's going on. <laughs> uh, you know, I I get that he's given bad advice, but I don't know because like I feel like his decisions haven't. He tried. I don't know. He thought, like, <laughs> Is that the, all it takes? All the choices he made seemed logical, for sure. They seemed like they would be fine, for yeah. sure. Uh, the Marine thing is one thing. Like, he really did bungle that. It wasn't yeah. ever going to end well, and ultimately... But it still worked out. Like, they attacked and then got theirs. Like, it in the end... It worked out because Daenerys showed up. Yeah, well, dragons. I think that's a good problem solver. Like, well, I think that's why Spoils of War is going to be okay, because I think... I'm on, the, I'm on team... Fucking Tyrion acted with his riding that dragon. His no, oh. no, he's team. I'm trying to pull some personal vendetta bullshit on Castle Rock. Like uh, yeah. as cool as it is to go there, as great of a scene as that was, it's and a big on, ass castle. It was cool, but really, there was no reason to do that unless you really thought you were so a overconfident, but you thought you had all the advantage, and you could have. You know, obviously, you. I guess you thought you did. Before Euron came and took your ships, but then Euron also took his, all the, the all the unsalted ships too. Like I don't really understand how all that happened, but Euron is taking everything. Yeah, and it's getting a little crazy. Yeah. But anyways, that's a, it was a terrible call, I think, to go to Castle Rock. But his dialogue is always so uh, good that I'm yeah. like, I don't care how many bad decisions he makes. Honestly, let's just have him talk to everyone ever. It's true. That's all on I some need. level, that's kind of all you want. Yeah. And like the whole brooding, every, the entire Jon Snow conversation with him and Tyrion was excellence. Oh, yeah. Pure excellence. Perfect. And he's right. You know, like you guys got to talk. And then the whole Danny, John episode, again, if everything about Rhaegar, Rhaegar flying over him, I'm not a snark, I'm not a Stark, fall to the ground. Like, oh my God, we fucking get it. He's a fucking Targaryen. I, I would alert. love to know the actual Spoiler amount of people alert. that still have no idea. And I it think would it would be, shock you. It would be big. I know. We talk about that all the time, but I talk to people, yeah, at my job, and they don't know. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. I've heard only show fans talk at length about what's going to happen in the future weeks. And their world of Game of Thrones is way different than mine. Holy shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's amazing. I want to know. Yeah. I'll anyway. try to keep tabs. Maybe <laughs> next week. Maybe we'll do a recurring theme. What do what only other people show watchers think <laughs> is going to happen? Like casual viewers, yeah. you know, watching it on the same level. Because, like, again, I have never read the right, books, right. but, you're but I am in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else on Dragonstone that happened? I mean, I guess Varys and Melisandre happened. That was pretty yeah. intense. You know, like uh, you shouldn't come back here because you're gonna. It's not safe for you. And she says, "Oh no, I I gotta die here, and so do you." I what think do we see? A likely outcome. I mean, I think that's an inevitable outcome. If the if the dead take over, everyone's dying. Well, I think others have made that case. It's like if you tell me that I'm going to die here in the bunker, that's I'm probably going to die in the bunker. <laughs> um, but if you're like you're going to die specifically in the left corner of the bunker on this day, then I'm worried. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. To begin to say someone will die. Well, yeah, that's true for literally everything alive. Yeah, but also again. She is a red priestess. There's more to it. And, you know, even this idea of her going to Volantis, I don't know what she's doing. I mean, that's where all the red, that's where um, Tyrion, when he, they were uh, going across the sea, you know, you saw the big, the huge bridge. He came across, this is where Jorah kidnapped him. Oh, that's where the snowmen, stone yeah. men are, right? It's, oh, no, that's, that's in the Doom. Valeria, I'm sorry. that's in the Doom. Yeah. But in Volantis was where the, you know, the, the horse were dressing up as Daenerys and we saw mm-hmm. Jorah, you know. That's where another life. was from. Yeah. Oh, really? No yeah. way. But anyways, one of the red priests there, we saw, like, Tyrion 
sort of watching her as she was talking about the Red God. I mean, this would have been what season five, so this was mm-hmm. a while ago. But yeah, that's where she's going to do what? Probably Rolar. That's where a Temple is for Rolar. I'm thinking that's probably it. Do you think she's going to recruit followers for? Danny I don't know. Or? I don't because they're not. They're not like followers. They're not like army people. You know what I mean? Like they're they're kind of like maesters in the way that they're powerful in that they are your own personal Jesus, right? That's an REM song. No, nope. that's a Depeche Mode song. Depe- Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, th- that's what they are. They're like look at the flames. <laughs> I mean, like that's all they do. Right. Look at the flames. I'm kind of like imbuing myself through you, like. Yeah, so, I mean, Thoros is there. So, yeah, there's not, like, people are going to go up against Thoros, and Thoros is going to have to, like, take on a weird army of, like, seven, pre- you know, red priests or priestesses. So, I don't know. I'm kind of curious about that. Um, my last thing about Dragonstone is, again, Tyrion talking to Jon because it's just, like, amazing. Yeah. Uh, you brought up, and it's true, like, the the worst part of, of Danny's angle of the argument with Jon is... And John points it out, like, you're just using your dad's name. Like, you, that's legit all you're using. But Tyrion, because he's the best, is like, you think that. But, like, people love her, man. They love her like they love you for the same reason. So, like, take a second and figure that out. True. You made a point that's true because all she's saying is, I'm the blood of the dragon. Blah, 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 being like I'm saying, I know, that, but that's where the petulance comes right. in, is that if if you treated it as, as Tyrion... And even in John's not either, because he, all he sees is the petulance. Like, yeah, Tyrion's needed there to be like, hey, she's a little hot. You're, like, rude cold. You, <laughs> like, ice and fire only oh, separated. Jeepers. You need to kind of figure this one out. Because that's what I – That's uh, you're right. Totally correct. Like, uh, there's no denying Daenerys' appeal in the world. I love Danny, And that's what makes it so hard is because I love Danny and I love Jon Snow. And I think we're at that spot where they can play us real hard to get us real excited and i am i'm fucking psyched about dothraki grabbing some fucking dragon glass and like getting this but there is going to be the inevitable you know the wheel's gonna break and i'm really worried about what that means for whoever and i think danny and john are fine to the end but i worry about our friends and i worry to the extent of like Tyrion. I worry about Sansa, you know, because I think John and Danny are those weird, too, that, like, if John got killed, I don't know if I would trust it at this point. So I don't think they're going to try some shit, which means John's safe. But you're right. You're right. I wonder how that conversation would have went different, like, how that would have went if she would have been a little less bravado. But, I mean, that's been her singular mission this whole time. I know. So I guess that's 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 part of her, man. That's that's it. I know, I know. And that's what's unfortunate, because, again, with all the rhetoric, it's like, if she just let go of this throne... And she let go of the pretend trappings of power and embraced something that Varys and Littlefinger have embraced a long time ago, which is that they've had more control and power on people than the kings of the Seven Kingdoms have ever had. Yeah, and he's playing the game harder than Tommen, than Robert, you know, who didn't want to be the king. You know, like obviously you have a ruler that doesn't care. Cersei, I think, will do anything to hold on to it. So you're working with a different beast. But I think that Daenerys is playing by the old rule book that I don't think John ever knew. Like, we don't see John turning in the way that I can see Daenerys turning into a monster. I guess that's kind of the point. I think we can all see Daenerys being the one that fucks this up. I don't see John doing it. There was even a line where it was like, we all enjoy the things that we are good at. You know, Tyrion, you right. know, he talks. I don't. I don't. Jesus. Way to be sad, John. Yeah. All right, moving on. Jon Snow, King of the North. Let's move on to King's Landing. 
Cersei is the queen. The episode's called The Queen's Justice. I assumed that it would be about Queen Daenerys Targaryen, but really, it's about fucking Cersei. Cersei dominates this episode. Oh, yeah. Cersei gets everything. And we start with Cersei saying, fuck all to what anyone else thinks. She imprisons our our friends, the Sand Snakes. <laughs> Not really. That seems whatever. But then she goes and uh, gets intimate, let's say, with uh, our friend, Jamie. Uh, they end up sleeping together in the bed. Gross. Uh, I'm going to need some more, uh, some more sheets because these are gross because we did sex things. Some people think that she's going to sleep with um, Mycroft. I don't know why that would be I don't know why that's even It's really thought. just like we made these sheets gross because we did grossy incest yeah. sex. You need to know that incest sex happened yeah. over here, but not that I want to sleep with Mycroft. That's crazy. I don't need to do that. I don't know why people made that leap. It's weird. The me. leap was really strange. Um, they have come a really long way from pushing a kid off of a balcony because of this to being open and frank about what they want. And that's pretty spectacular. I think that's almost not supposed to be on the same level as John and Danny, but it's certainly one of those, like, if you stop and think about it, like, holy shit, you know, from being hidden all your life to now being out in the open. As It's gross. It's gross. But it's still kind of a crazy, like, turn for the for the show. I uh, I think Cersei takes a lot of comfort in the Targaryen house in the way that they wed brother to sister forever. She we definitely to be with Rhaegar, so. They definitely well, talk about so. that uh, in the first season, but they won't really touch on it again. I wouldn't be surprised if we throw that line out again pretty mm. soon. Like, what Cersei's are they going to do to us? Super Targaryen. No, not at all. Oh. Just like they're being more public, they're being more reckless. I mean, Cersei especially. I don't know. Oh, Jamie's complicit because he has no spine when it comes to her. But true. Uh, as we'll see later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I think that she takes a lot of stock in that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we echo that line again about, like, it's fine that we're doing this. The Targaryens did it forever. It's fucking fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, so. I think that also echoes what happened with Mycroft, too, where it's like, things are fine. Things are fine. What would you rather back? You know, stability or revolution? Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to come. Bravos. Lots also been made about Bravos uh, and their idea of, like, s- um, benefiting from the slave trade. Some people think that Benioff and Weiss, again, it's nice to, they don't know what they're talking about, whatever. We want to pretend they are usurpers to the throne that George R. R. Martin set out. That's fine. That's been a common theme pretty much throughout all of Game of Thrones is that they don't know what they're doing. Um, and then some people think that it's just kind of sloppy. Like, oh, you know, of course, everything that happens in Essos is kind of like tainted by the slave trade. So like they're inevitably. But I think it's much more, I think it's much more impactful that Mycroft knows exactly what he's doing. He's absolutely trading with slavers. And the fact that they, you know, Bravo started because they were runaway slaves and now they back slavers, I think says everything that we need to know about even the theme of this episode, which is the sins of our fathers, things like that, you know, looking to the past, which was what we talked about at length in episode one. And so we have this idea of Mycroft, the hypocrisy of them, the distance from the founding of your country, of your freedom, you know, it's it's all passe to you now. You know, you can't connect after hundreds of years to what it was that brought you into existence. So right now, Mycroft, you know that you've got to turn some dividends on your bank. Well, what's the best way to do it? Well, let's get into slaving. Oh, it doesn't matter that we were slaves to begin with at once. That is a deeply unsettling thing and a deeply human thing. And I think that was very much on purpose. 
Not a not just a oh we fucked up we forgot that they were free people. No, I think free people eventually become slavers, and that's just the inevitable. It's like being a democratic country becoming an undemocratic country. You eventually work yourself up into this ruckus that negates your rights that you have you started out with. It's a very different country than what you started. And I think that that's what makes Mycroft even more sinister is we kind of rooted for him. And now you see that it really is all about money. We kind of wanted him when he was going to back people against the Lannisters. But what if he backed the Lannisters? I don't think we ever asked ourselves that three seasons ago, two seasons ago. Sorry. Uh it's super fucked up the way that Cersei did what she did to Ilaria and uh, her daughter. Uh, terrible, yeah. So, well, I think it's, we don't have to talk it. What's another point? Like, super made. fucked up. No, the best. The best point I think was on binge mode where they said, you know, the short term goals of Cersei and the rhetoric that she uses very much does not line up with what she actually does, which is you preach, you 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 mock the mountain or uh, Oberyn. Oberyn fighting the mountain and not finishing it well you're doing the same thing by making her live forever to watch the death of her daughter that shit's coming back to you girl i hope or it won't, or it won't. <laughs> you never know with the show but still yeah. i don't think that those things are laid out for no reason i we'll guess see. but i'm much more interested in in yara like what's gonna happen to yara terrible Euron, who i don't even know what to say amazing it's ridiculous he's a ridiculous character and it was amazing. He just rode in with his horse. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the fucking, it's amazing. Got and just shot in a Jamie. Just up the butt. Yep, yeah, it's amazing. I really hate that. Like Westerosi Chris Angel is going to be like the the coolest person in this. I hate it. I know. I know. So I hate I, it so much. And I hate that I'm even like I enjoy watching him because you screen. have to give it to him. Like yeah, he is. What a great actor. He's just he kills it. Yeah. With with what little there is to kill with, he destroys it. So, God bless, I guess. <laughs> um, all right, so let's uh, move on, unless you have any final thoughts, to Winterfell. Oh, yeah. So we get some crazy shit. My first thought was, A, Sansa don't need you anymore, little finger. The fuck out of here. True. So a couple things, amazing things happened. One is that our maester... Uh, Ramsey's maester. Ramsey's maester. Well, but we talked about the maesters are fine. So, or did we? So there was no, no maester at Winterfell until the Ramsey's. The Ramsey's. Goddamn it! The Boltons took it. Oh god! And the that Ramsey's. was that was their maester from right. House Bolton. Right. Not a liege. Like no, he's totally cool. Anybody, I, he's if he shows up like being some skeezy fucker, like I'm done with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we could do Pycelle, but we had seven years of oh, Pycelle's yeah. bullshit. If he just showed up and he wasn't Kyburn, you know, it's like. I need to learn this guy's name because he seems so full of guilt. Like he watched yeah. Ramsey and his and fucking Roos do these terrible, terrible things, things and he just couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Now he can. Yeah. Uh, we learned that we learned that Lewin kept records of everything. Uh-uh-uh. What's going on? Uh, I think Littlefinger might be nervous about that. I think Littlefinger's nervous because yeah, some people think it's going to be R plus L equals J. It's not going to be that. It's definitely going to be the fucking assassination note that he sent. To whoever to set up the killing of Bran Stark, who now just showed up. Sure did. Sure did. Hello, Sansa. And Bran's probably like, I know. Also, on the cover of Entertainment Weekly before the season came out, who's got it in her hilt? Arya Stark. Oh, the the blade, the, the blade. assassin's blade. That's all. That's probably all. It was all 
funneling through my mind, we are dealing with some bullshit here. But then Littlefinger, instead of being like, I got to figure some stuff out, he has a fucking mental breakdown is what he does. <laughs> and so, Kelly, I provided you with the script. So if you could okay. do this in your best Littlefinger voice, um, just, I don't know, what's he trying to say? Again, Bran's about to show up. It's getting a little heightened. He's trying to win Sansa back. Like, because Sansa's like, I don't need you anymore, Littlefinger. You might as well just leave. No, wait. One of two things will happen. I can't do this. You got it. Hold on. Let me think. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) I need to be weirdly Irish and talk out of the side of my mouth. One of two things will happen. Either the dead will defeat the living. Nope. That's good. In which case, case all of our troubles have come to an end, or life will win out. And what then? Don't fight in the north. Don't fight in the south. Fight every battle everywhere, always in your mind. Everyone is your enemy. Everyone is your friend. Every possible series of events is happening all at once. Live that way and nothing will surprise you. Everything that happens will be something you've seen before. That's a great Irish accent. What the fuck? What the fuck's going on? You just inhabited his character. What's he saying here? I think that we're just doing these weird parallels with the Three-Eyed Raven stuff. Right. I think, Literally uh, when that happened, I was like... You're explaining that, Green's Is that Bran? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're just... He's coming. Like, that's the end of that story. And that's all I could think when he was saying that shit, because that's what it is. So yeah. I don't know if maybe that was just... Uh, I mean, somebody had to fucking explain it to Sansa, because Bran sure as hell wasn't going to do it. Uh, oh, my God. Man, so that was rough Also, we did stuff. not say enough how... You did say a little bit, but... Sansa, oh, my fucking God. John, don't ever come back. She deserves to run Get some Winterfell. Leather. Get some leather. Give me oh some God, fucking... Uh, so good. How much grain we got? What do we do in the winter? Can we get an update on the worst winter? Can we do some stuff? Before he went crazy, before... You're on Liza. Before he went that guy. Oh, yeah. He uh, he made a really good point. He was like, everybody's... Well, he started to make a good point. <laughs> he was like, everybody's looking at the enemy to the north, and it, or it, you're not worried about it, Cersei, but the real enemy is the fucking winter. Like, Sansa is playing the right game, and that's... Right. The reality is, fuck White Walkers, fuck Cersei. If we don't take care of ourselves, there's going to be nothing to fight anyone with. If we don't put aside our enmities and band together, we will die. And then it doesn't matter whose skeleton sits on the Iron Throne. That's the thing you should be in, like, her being so rooted in reality and taking charge of an actual practical problem is something people in the show don't do. They don't. They're like, we got dragons, we are fighting zombies, we're doing this. She's going to die. Yeah, probably. But anyway, <laughs> just shouts to Sansa for sure. Yeah, shouts to Sansa. Sansa's great. killing it. And thanks to John for not bending the knee. I mean, this, you could have escalated this real quick, so I'm glad we're still a team. Although John is going to choose his White Walkerness, or his White Walkerness. Oh, oh no, he's going to choose his Wildlingness, which I'm hoping comes sooner than later. All right, let's skip uh, ahead a little bit. Oh no, well we got to talk about Bran and Sansa, right? That was oh. shitty. It was it, what? Why is Bran such a weirdo? That's something that it just didn't come across. Don't really understand. Yeah. Don't get. And not necessarily upsetting. Like, oh, let's drag Sansa through her trauma for no reason. Hi, I haven't seen you in five years. Let's talk about... Oh, you want to talk about... Okay, great. Yeah, let's talk about... Oh, yeah, I was here. I watched you get married to that guy. How did that go? How do you know all this? The Three-Eyed Raven taught me. I thought you were the Three-Eyed Raven. I told you it's difficult to explain. (sighs) Bran. I'm sorry for all that's happened to you. I'm sorry it had to happen here, in our home. It was so beautiful that night. Snow falling. Just like now. 
And you were so beautiful. In your white wedding dress. I have to go back inside, Bran. I'll stay a bit longer. I'm not... They can, they can stare. They can stare. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just being like, I'm really happy to see you. Hey, I've been able to watch you. I'm sorry for everything that's happened to you. Perfect. Good. Beats are good. Sorry for everything. Uh, but, you know, like, come on, man. Where? And then this, all this made me think of is, like, what does Mira do with this person all day, every day, as she drags him through the ice? And this, She's you know, got to have a sad fucking life, man. Mira must want to die. She must want to kill him. I would. Yeah. All he does is sit behind his little fucking cloak as if his arms don't fucking work. He's been plugged into a tree too long. He forgot to speak to people. And it just I swear really to God, sad. that's not a good enough excuse because the three-eyed raven was fine. Well, I mean, it's not. It's terrible. I really, and also, we got we to gotta work this out. We got to work this out. She also made a note. It was like I something about talking to John. And then he was like, I need, yeah, I need to talk to John. And we're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, R plus L equals J. It's happening. But what's oh, he, what is he going to say to John? He's probably going to be like, I watched you in the cave with Egret. <laughs> I watched you kiss her there. <laughs> and then I watched you get shot by her. And I watched her die. I felt her death. She didn't love you. John. Like, what is he going to do to, like, throw some salt in that wound? Also, I'm I'm of, at this point, I'm of, don't tell John our, our plus L equals J. That dude is going to blab that shit out. They're going to out him as a Targaryen. The North is fickle. They're going to be like, nope, can't do it. Sansa's going to snatch the moment. Littlefinger will snatch the moment. He'll be out. And I, I kind of feel like that's almost like inevitable. And he'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm still on your side. I'm still the North. I wasn't lying about that. I'm going to go fight at Eastwatch by the Sea because I believe this is the end. This is where we need to be. You guys are now. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense because they're – they become more concerned about Cersei than about the White Walkers, and I think that would turn John off instantly. Be like, "Fuck that! You do you. You've been you've been handling it, sis. You got this. I'm gonna go." And so then he goes to fight with the Hound and everybody that else. That might be the most sense. amicable end between them. Yeah, that's yeah. probably is what I like. And that's amicable. So we yeah. either do that or we do something a lot darker. People die. Uh, so if people don't die, but then again, we have Arya. So if Arya comes next week, that complicates everything. That's true. She'll side with John. She'll go right for John. Or Sansa could basically be like, hey, you want to kill Cersei? That's important to our cause right now. You should go back. Mm-hmm. Which then would be weird because it's like, just got home. Now I'm going to travel back to it. You know, could have just done that first and then come up. But okay. <laughs> It was right there. Whatever, whatever. All right. Uh, so moving on, we'll do this, these ones quickly, uh, culminating finally with Highgarden. But we will start in Old Town. Jorah is healed. Looking good. Looking great. Uh, obviously, we got the nice little handshake between Sam and Jorah. The double top right on there, you know, sort of. Good job, Sam. He did it. Slughorn was mad, but also impressed. I feel like they're still being way too risky with their behavior as far yes. as infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. They don't know enough. Shouldn't be so close with Jorah. But yeah, because I'm assuming he's going to show up in Dragonstone real soon. Well, this is my theory. Is That's that his mission. That Sam creates Clorox wipes <laughs> and heads the Clorox Corporation into <laughs> the modern day. Nice. Because he finds out that, yeah, we've been a little reckless with the way that we spread germs. God, did you know there are these things called bacteria? I know. You can't see them. Oh, that sounds real. You know, in reality, <laughs> how did we ever learn about bacteria? That's crazy. Human, we're pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. Sam is going to become a maester. Do you think that we do some sort of time jump or do we stay where we're at? 
do I don't we think get, we like, need him to be officially a maester. I don't think we need to either, but I feel the show's going to, like, really want her. Why? I don't think so. But I feel like that's what they're going to do. I think Slughorn giving that validation of there are many a maester with heavy with health links in their chains yeah. that would, couldn't have done what he did. Um, now get back to work. So like, yeah. So why would why does he need? I think that's it. I think that's that was that was a fourth wall Jim Halpert moment of he's ready. Yeah. Kind of yeah. <laughs> I wish that they gave him like because the, the acolyte is really where you start. So that's mm-hmm. when you start doing that instead of the the shit piss and all that kind of stuff that he was doing before. So that would have been nice. See him get his first chain or something like that. But you know, I'm willing to part with that. I don't need it. I don't think John needs it. John will never need anything. Unless we do a, unless we do a crazy jump 50 years after the end of the war or something. Yes. Then I want to see Sam as a maester, but no, I I think Sam in this timeline, no fucking way that he would become a maester. Um, not the way he's going. I mean, he's doing great. Sam, he could, he would, he will be a maester. We need him. We need back at John's side, fighting the good fight. Sorry. Totally. We can go to school later. Go to school later. <laughs> All right. Um, Castle Rock. No one has ever taken the rock. The Lannister army is still the army my father built. Well-trained and well-provisioned. 10,000 men at least. They will see us coming. They will be ready. Gates of Castle Rock are impregnable. The fight up the walls will be hard. We will be at a disadvantage. Many men will die. Just as my father said they would. As we went before and talked about, Tyrion made his sex dungeon, which was dope. Good call. Um, probably paid off really well. A lot of foresight for a horny teenager. A lot of foresight. He was really into it, and so was the worm really into it by going through it because he was in it. You get it? He was into it. So (laughs) that was pretty awesome. I love the narration over with Tyrion. Um, Epic. It was really fucking cool. And looking back on it the second time, you start to realize there's, like, only... Like, they do a really good job of just, like, really narrowing the scope because there's only so many archers there that's literally it because mm. the whole city is empty um they did a great job because they made it seem so epic oh the misdirection was uh i perfect. was 100 percent fooled oh yeah 100 percent fooled and even when i saw jamie pull up because again we've never seen Highgarden. um when he pulled up there i thought it was castle rock and i was like oh shit like they pulled everyone out mm. to form them and now they're coming back to take the city and now Euron's taking that like this is it I thought it was going to be a much more decisive type of battle but it wasn't because we're at Highgarden so might as well go to Highgarden because I don't what else do you have anything else on Castle Rock or I love seeing the Targaryen banners on those ships I also love how fucking huge Euron ships are and seeing the yeah. the squid is just it's so cool I don't know I fucking love the ship sails so much it's so weird but Damn it's it, you're on. it's so cool looking oh yeah because the Targaryen banner is just badass because it's a red dragon and it looks cool. But then you see this giant three times as big thing. Ah, and okay. that main ship is, yeah, I mean, three times as big as those other small ships. It's fucking crazy. So another cool water battle scene from a from a very great distance, which is But really so neat. really, the scope, you could, you could tell. Like, yeah. a lot of people are dying right now. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, we gotta be worried for the worm for sure because they're the, the exact thing that Jamie says. Well, we'll, we'll get to in a second. They're stuck yeah. in there. They, yeah. they're all their ships. That that's why they did that scene because all their ships are being destroyed. Mm-hmm. They have no way and out so of there other than walking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was also to illustrate like Tyrion's not that great. So when Jorah comes, like I said, he's gonna go and be like, "Yeah, listen, I got this war down. Let's talk about war." Uh, do you do you know Daenerys? A that I love you, and B that you have dragons. So <laughs> let's do the dragon can we, thing. Can we, can we talk it? about my love first? Oh, oh no, just dragons. Oh, okay. okay, we'll start with that's dragons. Fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, I think that that's gonna play in. But but this comes to okay. So let's just go to Highgarden. Let's go to the yeah. end of the episode. Jamie obviously goes to Highgarden. We'll talk about the Elena stuff for, uh, in a second. Um, obviously, that is a huge player off the board. It was kind of already off the board. I mean, she had nothing left except for kind of the money and sort of the house name. And, you know, that was kind of all, all the bargaining power that she had. But what is after? Like, we're talking about the Unsullied being stuck, right? So they're right. stuck there. In theory, you're on. They're not getting off those ships. They're not going to – because they're not – they're raiders, but they're not fighters. They can't take on the Unsullied, right? So they're taking the Unsullied down in a way that is not going to really impact them that much. Like, they had the surprise, and they took them down. They did exactly what they needed to do. They're going to pull back, right? They're just going to patrol the harbor. That's what I would do. Um, and just watch. Because now you've got the Unsullied stuck in a spot. Do you think that Jamie is going to take his army from Highgarden in the center and either go east to Castle Rock or go west Oh, I'm sorry. East to uh, King's Landing. I don't know okay. why that's so hard. East to King's Landing or go west to Castle Rock. Is he going to go take the money from High Garden and go home or go – well, I guess home is another loaded term. But home to him is definitely Cersei. So home being uh, King's, King's Landing. Landing. What do you think he's going to do? Because I think a lot of people are pretty split on this. Either going to war, forcing the hand because we know that they fight. I think that's all we're working on or trying to get that money back. Because that money is essential to what Mycroft is essentially saying. You owe us so much money. And she said, we'll pay you back tomorrow. Two weeks. Fortnite. Yeah. Exactly. Two weeks. And Which means go to Highgarden, come back. That right. takes two weeks. You need to get your ass back. And that's it, why people are upset a little bit about the fight because the Tyrells went down in 12 seconds. Right. Where even if they're not the biggest fighters, they could have held that castle for years. Nice and so this idea so that nice. they would have just, yeah, we don't have time for that. Understandably, fine. Um, but yeah. It still seems unrealistic. They're the, the richest house, you know, since the Lannisters have gone broke. Yeah. In the Seven Kingdoms, I, I, even, I mean, when we had Renly in season one, those were all Highgarden men. But I guess, uh, I guess it was turned into Stannis' men and they all died. Never mind, yeah. Yeah. So their forces are probably they, – they, at one time, I'm sure they had the numbers to take the Lannisters. Yeah. And, but to hold the castle, though, you would still be okay. Well, you that's that's what they're talking about. Siege warfare, right? That's that's all we're doing is so you, you hold back into the castle. Yeah. But thinking about this, yeah, logically, like I just said, taking it through, yeah. those would have turned into Stannis' men. Right, Stannis' right. men got destroyed trying to take on the Boltons. That's true. And that's it. That's kind of it. The High Gardens. I'm sure they had some forces at the castle. Well, they had yeah, more people but... in the Reach, too. Yeah. And, and you also don't have friends in the Reach to come and help you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have the Lannisters either to well, come and help you. Well, uh, and Sam's dad. The, the Tarleys have turned. Oh, yeah, Obviously, turn. that was a house that was loyal that was to them. a huge turn. Yeah. So I guess we're not accounting for all of that. You've lost a lot. They had nobody. They had nobody. 
All right, I'll excuse it regardless. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad we didn't go through another battle. That's fine. Save your battles. We don't. Need I to. think that scene with Jamie following Walking him, the single camera, was too. amazing. So that was dope. That's all I needed. And I would it ended with Olena and him, which plus was... we just had a battle scene with the Unsullied. Like I'm fine. Get out of here. Just give me that over the shoulder camera with Jamie. We're good. Yeah. And that just walking cam yeah. into cuts. Perfect. All the cuts. That was yeah. I agree. It was perfect. And to end with Elena, which we knew it would, and their conversation. Oh, I'm gonna miss her so much. Was incredible. I'd hate to die like your son, clawing at my neck, foam and bile spilling from my mouth, eyes blood red, skin purple. Must have been horrible for you, as a king's guard, as a father. It was horrible enough for me. A shocking scene. Not at all what I intended. You see, I'd never seen the poison work before. Tell Sassy. I wanted to know it was me. Dunk. Yep. And I'm dead. Yeah, that was, uh, that was amazing. I didn't know if they were ever going to let Jamie or Cersei or the Lannisters know how it actually went down. Right. I wonder... It would have always been Elena. I mean, unless it was um, Littlefinger under torture pressure, but I, I guess I don't know how uh, how he would react to something like that. I He's wonder, never been in that scenario. Because Littlefinger's tell. only loyal to himself, right? So I guess if it served him, if it was the difference between him living and dying, I, I'm sure he would sell out Elena yeah. with the quickness. If he really, really thought there was no way out of it. But see, I think that's where... Littlefinger's own hubris is going to be the death of him because I don't think, in his mind, I don't think he believes there's a way that – a situation he can be put in that he can't get out of with his brain. Yes. I think well, Littlefinger right now, believes – testing his brain. <laughs> yeah. with He's maxed saying. out. Yeah. He's like, is this working? Fight everyone everywhere at all times. No, oh, God. Is this working? Uh, <laughs> the no. past is the present is the future. Santa. <laughs> Do we have a leave? (laughs) I need some leave. Uh, No, but you're right. It's like if it's not going to be them, it seemed almost inevitable that they would always think that it would be Tyrion. So it's pretty awesome. I don't think Jamie ever believed it. I don't. I don't think he believed it was Tyrion, but I, I don't think he knew who it was. Right. I think it was always just one of those mysterious things. It's kind of like thinking that there's a mole with Daenerys right now. It's mm-hmm. like it could be any one of them. You can always think it if you want, but there's really no proof. And it I, I don't think. Necessary. I don't uh-huh. think anybody had. I mean, plenty of people had a motive. He's a ter- and that's. I think Jamie in the end is just like he's a terrible person. It's not that it came out of nowhere. Who would have the one motive? It's that everyone has a motive. And so pinpointing who has the strongest one, frankly, Elena's was way shorter. She did not have the strongest motive for somebody to kill Joffrey, uh, who were sitting at those tables at that wedding. Uh, you could think all of them. Tyrion could have done it. Fucking Jamie could have done All of them mm-hmm. could have done something um, because he's a fucking terrible person. Sansa. Yeah. And that's what they thought. Well, everyone had much more personal motives. Personal motives. Olena yeah. had political and foresight. And that's where, again, I think Jamie is Cersei's, um, you know, they're two, one and the same. They think pretty pretty small. Although I guess we got to give it to Jamie. He used Rob's tactics. There's always time to learn. That's the thing about Jamie is like you want to give him one step forward. It's always two steps fucking back. He's always learning. He's always changing. But then he's goddamn Cersei. I can't believe always. he's so blind to her. Like him delivering the line of being like, "I can see." I'm sure to a, to you, she is a monster. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Just to her? 
what? It, well, to so you and to other people, I'm sure she is a monster. Uh, but like him, he's he's drunketh of the Kool Aid so deeply, so deeply to be hurts. like the. Will they care in the world that she creates? Will they wring their hands about the way that she went about it? Like, are you are you for real? Is this really how you feel? Well, he, he's bought into this idea that like we will forge an empire, even if it's just for us. They will talk about us later, either as good or bad. I think for Jamie. I don't think that he wants to be bad. I think that he wants to be good. But for Cersei, I think infamy is just as good yeah. as anything else. I just need that notoriety. Go and or, and I want to be talked about for a thousand years yeah. as a, the monster I am. And girl, she's going to live it up. So she's going to be the monster. Something worse than burning people alive. Whoa, did that a little bit already. I blew up the sept. Of it. Like an ancient thing. Like, come on. She's f- terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so real quick, yeah. do you think Jamie really is in that deep, or there's something he he's still yeah, good what somewhere? Him out? What like, him out? He for could have cut fucking Elena's head off the second she was I like, "I killed Joffrey." I know, and he didn't. He just got really. Also, props to what's his name, Walter Costow. Calder Wastow. What's his name? Nikolai oh, K- Walter. Uh, Nikolai Calder. Walter Costow. Something. The guy that plays Jamie. Yeah. It's Nikolai. Coster Waldo. There yeah. you go. Coster Waldo. Waldo. That was a long road. Uh, great looks. Great look after uh, oh, yeah. Finger in the Butt from, from New York <laughs> And great look after Lena reveals yeah, so that, that she. Just perfect. Just like gritting. But so, like, we have to believe in our hearts because we don't want Jamie to be a bad guy. I that know, he, and we want Brienne just to, known. like, come back where yeah. are you, But he. Do you think he knows? Do you think he knows? Somewhere inside, I'm like, this Cersei, what Cersei does is wrong. Like, I believe him when he says, yeah. I talked Cersei out of yeah. killing you painfully, slowly. Right. And why would he do that if not because there's something in it? So yeah. I, and I'm sure this is the whole point of his character, is like, I, I can't reconcile I know. Jamie being Brienne Good Jamie. I know. And Jamie being the guy that can't fucking see past Cersei for a second. Right. I so think Cersei, is, Cersei dying right. at his hands. So what is, I guess that's the question. What is it? What is the thing that makes him, because we want to believe, I'm going to be on the side of Jamie mm-hmm. is redeemable. What Ooh. is it going to be? And the way that he gets that redemption is by Cersei being out of the picture by presumably his own hand. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I thought it would be something, I mean, I kind of predicted the Sand Snakes would be killed like like um, Rob's dad and um, brother Uncle. Brandon. Yeah. No, his brother. His older brother. Rob's uncle. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. And grandfather. I'm sorry, Ned. I meant Ned. Yeah. <laughs> Ned's brother, Brandon, and Ned's dad. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be something like that. It would be fire related. It would have been cooler, but this one was pretty this was cool was and also equally real brutal. fucked up. And yeah. also, Jamie wasn't there. Right. So there is a reality, again, that Jamie doesn't know this is happening. True. Um, and I think that might be a little bit of it. Like, stuff's happening. She knows to cover the things Ooh, up. Ooh, maybe that's it. Maybe Jamie Stamble's finds Illyria. In the dungeon. And the girl's dead. Yeah. Like, rotting dead. Maybe that's it. Oh, no. Maybe that's the move. So maybe it still is the act she commits upon Illyria, but not in the the flamey way. Her own hubris that that was brought up before about her not just, you know, Oberyn didn't just go for the kill, and now Cersei's not just going for the kill. It bit Oberyn in the ass. It's going to bite Cersei in the ass. Maybe that's it. Ah! We just (laughs) solved it. That's so good. You think that's it? Oh, yeah. That's so good. Nice. Oh, not only that, but it also ties in the whole Sand Snake plot totally because Jamie kind of kickstarted that by going to Dorne to get Marcella or Mycella. Yeah, that would be fucking incredible. Yeah, some. I mean, again, how do we get him there? But, I mean, he could just be wandering around the castle. 
or kind of down. There could be a reason he ends up going to the dungeon. We could, we could. Or Cersei really forgets is like go down there and do something for me, and then like oh didn't even th- didn't think because he why would he care you know? Or he That's, might even ask. I mean, he was there when they got oh, brought yeah. in. Like oh, then she you? might just be blasé about it, and he might be like, I'm gonna go find out. And yeah, that'll actually be. Let's actually. Let's before we get any more into that. Was there any other no. thoughts on this episode? No. One last question that I'll throw at, out to you because people talked about it this week at, at length because we've been waiting for Gendry to come back. Okay. Uh, worst kept secret ever, or is it? Maybe it's just a big red herring. Who knows? What do you think though about um, two things? Either Daenerys raising up the bastard um, Gendry into the new house Baratheon, so he mm. basically starts over the house, which is something that's happened before. And what do we think about him marrying Daenerys? Baratheon and uh, I mean raising him up into a Baratheon if you will hmm. he would be the actual Baratheon obviously Cersei now is a total Lannister I mean there's no she is a Baratheon by marriage but it's because I kind of feel like it could be a red herring and it would be kind of awesome if they just like trotted him out to take pictures on the red carpet and then never he's just not showing back up I think that might really be the case um, I don't I'm know, like 50-50 <laughs> this Daenerys thing seems really unlikely and really weird to me it doesn't seem natural or necessary yeah, like, where would he come from that yeah. seems very it doesn't seem organic in any way. It doesn't seem necessary in any way. Yeah. Who's clamoring for this? I don't know. I, I think more people are clamoring for Arya meeting Gendry. Yeah, right. That makes total That's sense. That's what I want. If we're going to bring him back, <laughs> let's fucking do that. That's great. Uh, but like to just be like, oh, yeah, now you're just Baratheon. Oh, we're married to your king. But I'm like queen and that yeah. trumps kings now. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. But, you know, it's still interesting. It's a fun little it's weird. a play. Yeah. Who um, knows? I think he'll he might if he's gonna show up he'll show up in Winterfell just as John's got his big shipment of uh, of city and like hey what's uh, up hey heard you were a smith let's do this just answering my Craigslist ad uh, although I wonder who Craig is in this world hi my name's first name last name John Snow hi my name's first name last name Gendry Baratheon hi can you uh, smith this for me great let's do it I never had a family I can be your family. wouldn't be my family. You'd be my lady. That's the end of this episode. Uh, great episode. Really, really enjoyed Queen's Justice. There was no moment where I was screaming and yelling at the TV, unlike yeah. episode two. So this was <laughs> this was great. Um, next week is called Spoils of War. And guess what? The reason I kind of stopped our Jamie conversation is that two things that are generic, and I've already brought up one, uh, Arya comes home. Right. Pretty exciting. That's going to be a really, really epic moment that I think we'll all have to kind of kind of ready ourselves because I, I think that this season is going really fast. It feels like we're just rushing through things and I think we really need to... Th- I'm, I'm going to try my best and maybe you can out there too. Soak it in. Let it sort of linger because even brand meeting Sansa, that's fucking crazy. I think we're taking for granted a lot we're of delicious moments granted. that Absolutely. are happening. Yeah, because we're like so focused on the end, which I think is another meta critique that the show makes on itself and history and the way we process it. So good job, show. And then Daenerys <laughs> fights back, which is not really, okay, cool. So she fights back, which obviously we're going to have some crazy battles. But the one thing that Jamie he faces an unexpected situation. Now, he's got the gold, right? And so, in theory, if we're going into the war, what would the unexpected situation be in that he has a bunch of money? Does does he then think, well, what I could give this money to someone else? Because if I don't return this money, King's Landing is going by the wayside. Mycroft mm. will fund Daenerys, probably. Right. Could I just 
give it to Daenerys? Could I give it to the Unsullied? Could I go and just be like, here's the money? Or does he end up going home? This battle that we think is going to happen doesn't actually really happen. And we go through the, you know, here, you have your money now. Okay. Oh, you're celebrating over there. Okay. Well, I don't feel really good. I feel sick to my stomach. I'm a terrible person. I'm just going to go brood around in the dungeons. Oh, shit. Look what I found. I don't, okay, like, we established, I think, with that scene with Elena, that was pointed to make everyone well aware he is Team Cersei yeah. till death. So he wouldn't just turn because he saw a bunch of money. He's taking that money back to Mycroft, for sure. Yeah. Back to Cersei, back to Mycroft. Now... Also, that creates another problem for Daenerys, and we just need to give her all the losses before we can have the big win. <laughs> right, right. Uh, now, if if my prediction comes true and oh, he discovers if that's the thing that pushes him over the edge... I think that's in and of itself a tough fucking decision. Yeah. Like. What do you do? Yeah. But I, I think the, the gold is, it's uh, sealed at this point. Like, that's what's happening is taking it back. That's, I don't, I don't really foresee a situation where that gold is not making it to my craft. Unless, which I think you talked about um, some earlier. Yeah. Uh, Daenerys comes in and physically stops it. Yeah. Either Daenerys is going to come in physically. Well, that's another idea, too, is, like, the Unsullied could. Again, their bearings are sort of off, so like they could leave Castle Rock and start heading back to Dragonstone. <laughs> and just accidentally meet up with Jamie. Well, yeah, and, and that would be bad for Jamie because he would, in essence, be going east and they would be heading east. So then you've got this rear army that would have to turn around to fight the Unsullied. But I don't think the Unsullied are fast enough, but they're also trained fucking robot soldiers versus right. not. So I don't know how they're going to play with that if they're even going to go with that because it would be epic. For Grey Worm to basically be like, okay, cool, but boats are gone, fine, we leave them all to die, everybody go, we're heading back to Dragons. That's a ballsy fucking move, because that's not what was supposed to happen. But on the same vein, there are no more boats. Like, we can't just stay here. Yeah. We have to, they will be back, right? I mean, they abandoned the city. What is there for us to take? I mean, we can go get some food and enjoy ourselves for a second, you know, grab some stuff, provisions. But then we gotta go somewhere. Well, we can't take our boats back, so we have to go back this oh, way. Oh, maybe maybe that is the decision, which is lamer than my idea of the Illyria oh. thing, which could still happen. Is that yeah, we've got the Unsullied East coming from behind, or Danny's coming from this way. My tough decision is die by dragon fight or take the Unsullied. That's Damn probably it. gonna be it. That's lame. Damn it! Oh, well, it's too bad. we were so good. I know. We were so it good. could still happen. The Illyria thing could still happen. We still yeah. need a reason to get Cersei out of Jamie's head. I know. So. It's all happening. I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Illyria Jamie Dungeon Watch 2017. <laughs> keep an eye. Keep, keep an eye on the uh, the webcam in the, <laughs> the dungeon. <laughs> in the dungeon. Yeah. We'll just hope that the two of them don't die. Maybe Jamie can save the day. Who Torches knows? will be lit every hour. That's right. Every hour to watch you watch your daughter die. <laughs> Tell sign on the window. I want her to know it was me. <laughs> Good night. Yay.